1: I know words, I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it.
0: Peddling Fiction Podcast. I am your host, The Voice and Soul of So-Called Fiction. I still don't know if I have the timing down right on that.
1: It's pretty good. Pretty pretty good.
0: Because it's it said I was backstage <laughs> when I started talking. But hopefully, you guys got the full intro. The voice and soul of so-called fiction, your host, the one and only Johnny Profita, and back with me for another live edition of your favorite and cap libertarian podcast peddling fiction is justin hillbilly boy campbell looking extra hillbilly today he's got camouflage on i almost couldn't see you
1: yes it's a little bit chilly here today so i've got a got my hoodie on
0: yeah i I have a sweatshirt on as well it's a little cold for my liking and there's some flurries outside i forgot that you actually have to fucking check the weather around here now like around these parts like there's weather and it can happen I miss the days of not every day just being exactly the same. Just beautiful weather.
1: The days, you mean like last week?
0: Yes. It's been a long fucking week, all right? (laughs) (laughs) It's been exactly one week. Um, Yeah, and it's been a long one. So, But happy to be back here with you. What's going on?
1: Oh, nothing too much. Um, Been enjoying the... We were enjoying the weather here for a couple of days and then it started turning cold and rainy and nasty again.
0: Yeah. As soon uh, as I arrived, you're welcome. we brought that yeah, pretty
1: much. Uh, and then kind of watching some of this stuff that's been going on, um, the Tucker Carlson stuff and, and the reaction to that and everything else. It's, it's been a, it's been an interesting week.
0: Yeah. So has, did he release another cache of footage? Because I know he was going to do it in parts.
1: I don't know if he'd done it yet. Um, Kevin McCarthy was talking about releasing all of the footage to the public. Like just releasing it all, putting it out there for everybody. So that would be, that would be really interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, we talked about it on the last episode, so we don't have to really get down into it, but uh, it, it basically shined a, a pretty big old light on the fact that calling this an insurrection, a violent insurrection, is a pretty big stretch, even for a pussy politician. I, I mean, they're just, they're not even, like, twisting the truth. They've completely obliterated it. I mean, even Joe Biden said, like, five police officers were killed <laughs> and zero were killed. So, yeah. And yet you, you just have to ask yourself why you know, why are they running with this narrative so hard? I mean, this is going to be like a fucking national holiday. I bet you by by this time next year. You know, it's going to you're going to get like the day off of work to honor the brave fallen souls of January 6th.
1: Well, and, and like the the big pushback, I mean, we talked like said so we talked about the other day, like you got Schumer, you've got McConnell. They're not even they're not even trying to say like, that anything was wrong with the, or I guess there are some of them who have actually said like the, the video, <laughs> the video doesn't show what you think the video shows. It's like, um, we were literally watching it, but okay. Like, don't, it's the, uh, the don't believe what your eyes are seeing, believe what we're telling you to believe thing. And then, and then also they're like, and then there are the other ones who aren't even trying to deny it. They're just like, Oh yeah, that was really reckless and irresponsible of Fox news to allow that to be shown on air. like, people the the regular the regular public wasn't supposed to see that stuff
0: yes but you're supposed to be educated and informed enough to vote for the uh the overlords of your precious democracy it's a wonderful uh, retarded system that they've come up with
1: yeah for real <laughs>
0: um i think i know who that unidentified person is it's the first time i've actually seen comments pop up through here too
1: Trying to uh, the reason we were I was a little bit late with getting the stream put together as I was trying to get it all set up on Facebook so that we could get comments and then uh, send out stuff or send out the, uh, the link to everybody. And so trying to trying to get us some commenters in here, uh, some live one of these
0: days. Yeah, one of these days we'll get it right. <laughs> it's a work in progress. And uh, but as you can see, if you well, I guess the video from the last episode isn't up yet the audio is and it was terrible um i'm thinking that was a microphone malfunction on my part but if you were to see the video the lighting was also terrible because i hadn't set anything up so i did find my lighting it was buried in the closet here and uh, so hopefully we sound better and look even better than that for the friday edition so i you know i sent you a a bunch of stuff i kind of want to keep it a little lighter but um i I know i sent you biden came out with a seven trillion dollar budget
1: Oh yeah, where's? Let's see. There it is.
0: Well, let's let's get some of this um, academic-y stuff out of the way. What, what's he spending our seven trillion on this year?
1: Uh, let's see. Does he even know? I'm sure he doesn't. Let's see. Biden just announced a seven trillion dollar budget for 2024. In 2019, spending was 4.4 trillion, and in the 2000, it was 1.7 trillion which includes a new 25% tax on billionaires and a 400% increase in tax on stock buybacks. And the media is trying to help him pretend it's fiscally conservative.
0: Yeah. Seven, seven trillion dollars. That is just insane. I mean, that is like the, what we spent during like the biggest emergency of our lifetimes, right? During the, the pandemic of uh, 2020 with all of those bailouts of the airline industries and, and handing people checks for like uh, 1200 bucks or whatever it was, uh, that's it, that, that was seven trillion. And so now we're back to that number, just a couple of years later, we're back to biggest emergency ever spending the, you know, the, the sky is falling, we need to throw the kitchen sink at it. And now it's presented as just your average run of the mill budget. Can you drill down on, yeah, drill down on some of that stuff. I don't know if that's, they say they the cut idea? the
1: deficit by nearly three trillion. Uh, that's which is that's always a lie because they're not cutting the deficit; they're cutting the deficit spending, and um, that's not even they're not even doing that. Um, what else do we have on that? Next thing,
0: yeah, well, so yeah, they're cutting the. So somebody presented a like a ten trillion dollar budget, and they said, "No, no, that's crazy. Cut it down to seven. <laughs> Let's shave three trillion off of that." It is apps the the accounting that they get away with is criminal. If you were running a business and you, of course you had to get a license to do that from these very individuals, if you were running a business and you were telling you know the IRS that you had all these off budget, I oh that doesn't count that's not part of our budget that's an off budget item and this is all these accounting gimmicks that they use to make it look like they're shrinking the deficit. All you have to do is look at the national debt. It goes up every single year, every single year, even when they claim that Clinton, you know, had all these surpluses and everything. The national debt still went up every year under him as well. Nothing ever goes down. And, you know, yesterday's emergency $7 trillion budget is today's just regular 2024 fiscal year. No big deal. Nothing to see here they're growing exponentially and that's why we have, you know we keep running up against these uh fake debt ceilings that they create in order to um you know create controversy stoke fear and also get political gains from it because you know I'm not going to raise your debt ceiling unless you give me X, y and z and they, they just keep playing these games. the national debt has like doubled under every uh, under the last like three presidents. Like, George Bush doubled it from 5 to 10. Barack Obama doubled it from 10 to 20. Uh, Trump and Biden's first year, uh, first terms, I guess, would be, you know, the equivalent of, you know, two terms. So uh, we went from 20 to 30. We're at 32 now. So uh, Biden's still got another another year or so. We'll, We'll see if he can get it up to 40. Uh, if, if they didn't have this phony debt ceiling, I bet they would have already gone around $34, 35 trillion easily. these guys are fucking out of control fiscally yeah we cut the would cut the deficit by three trillion all right
1: and and look at all the like the social programs that he's put forward uh, build back better and and everything else like okay, like there's no way you can sell us on fiscally conservative, when all they've done is add like literally multi-trillion dollar uh, spending bills to address climate change and infrastructure and all these other things. But none of this is actually, like they haven't actually done anything. They've just approved the spending for all of this, and now they're doing what with that? The same thing that that, uh, Ukraine is doing with all the foreign aid that they're getting? Like funneling it back into pockets of billionaires and buying up uh ski resorts because uh i can tell you our roads have not been fucking touched
0: <laughs> oh the roads yeah who would build those roads if it wasn't for the joe bidens of the world we would really be up shits creek it's it, it's unbelievable man how much money they're planning on spending already and then of course they're gonna there's gonna be more shit for Ukraine Who knows how far that's going to go and then there's going to be an emergency that nobody could have seen coming you know like an earthquake or a fire or something like that that's never budgeted for you know they they never plan on any of those things that's why they have to have emergency um, authorization to spend money you know we need to emergency authorize three billion in aid for you know these people of hurricane katrina or whatever you know whatever it is but you would think you know every year there's like tornado season and there's earthquakes and there's like when there's fire season out on the west coast it's like how about you just factor this into your budget be like yeah we should set some money aside for this but no no it that's never budgeted so that'll be an off budget item that they that they tack on it's uh unreal man i i can't wait to um not not pay any more taxes here it's crazy i'm almost there almost done to figure out a way to get around to all of this shit i'm not funding a seven trillion dollar federal government that is insane that's so much goddamn money and nobody can even wrap their head around these numbers you know one of the uh the sub stacks i wrote i i gave the example i like to give when we start talking in billions and trillions when you use time because uh it kind of helps people put it in perspective but even that you know nobody knows how how long 30,000 years is <laughs> but when you look at the difference between like a billion seconds and a trillion seconds you go from like 3 weeks to 30,000 years <laughs> it's like a crazy crazy jump and they're just throwing these numbers out like it's nothing
1: uh, that's that's the big thing is a lot of policy and the stuff that they that they do it's relying on the fact that people are too stupid and small-minded to actually grasp the full scope of what they're talking about like the difference in a billion and a trillion is like yeah like you oh, said, it's, it's-
0: uh, it was 30 it's like 31.75 years and then like thirty-one thousand years is the difference it's something like that not three weeks but yeah it's like my you know like your age versus like fucking cavemen <laughs> <laughs> and right. dinosaur. Well, I guess the dinosaurs are a little farther back. But like, yeah, I don't know how old the oldest fucking uh, human remains that we found are. They're probably not that much older than thirty thousand years. Somebody mm-hmm. can fact check me on that. But that's a long fucking time ago.
1: And if that's just part right. of the. Uh, I say, if you're if you're part of the uh the young Earth movement, I think they only think that the the Earth is thirty thousand years old. So that would be longer than the entire existence of the planet. If you're one that's of them. Right. I think they're a little they're a little bit out there, but
0: how how long do the flat earthers think the earth that the earth has been around?
1: I don't know. How long does how long would the earth have to be around for it to flatten itself out? Or did it start out flat?
0: What do they think is on the other side? Like if they just dig, dig through the flat earth, it's just like (laughs) it's just like a two sided tape, you know, like China's on one side and we're on the other.
1: Yeah, hit the bottom and just fall out. (laughs) Uh.
0: Oh man. Anyway, uh, that budget is absolutely fucking insane. I can't believe that. I mean, I can believe it because they do it every year, but it's just like, just take a step back. And, uh, that guy, Tom Elliott gives you some perspective where it's like, you know, in 2019, we were only spending 4 trillion and we thought that was crazy. If you go back 20 years, yeah, we were like maybe $2 trillion was the entire federal budget. And they've, They've already tripled that in 20 years. That's, that's just like, and by the way, how much better is everyone's life over the last 20 years? How are they doing so far? They've tripled their spending. They've got all these programs. I mean, how many thousands of pages of legislation have they produced over the last 20 years? Like since I was in high school, uh, you know, since like, like nine 11 till today, um, Anybody's life better off uh, exponentially because of all these federal programs or is um, health care unaffordable, housing unaffordable, uh, tuition, college tuition unaffordable? Are Americans buried up to their eyeballs in debt? Pull up the national debt clock. All of these things are like over a trillion now, over a trillion in student loan debts of like fucking... Gender studies and Chicano studies degrees that are completely worthless. The only thing you can do with them is teach the same studies to somebody else. Like what are you gonna do with a Chicano studies degree? Yeah, so uh, credit card debt one point two trillion. student loan debt one point seven seven. Dude, so they're going to pay off all that debt by working at like fucking Starbucks with Chicano studies degree. Uh, Good luck with that. Um, So everybody's in debt up to their eyeballs, including the federal government, but also at the state level at one point two trillion in state and local debt. Like what is the total? um, I I can't really see because the font's kind of small, but total debt per citizen. I know they have that somewhere. $3,731
1: three thousand seven hundred and thirty one dollars
0: um, that's just at the state level oh
1: yeah uh, ninety four thousand four hundred and seventy two dollars is the debt per citizen, per the debt citizen. Per, and then the debt per taxpayer is two hundred and forty six thousand eight hundred sixty seven uh, okay and yeah. that's the that's an interesting number because like whenever they talk about um, billionaires paying their fair share and stuff like that uh, take it do that
0: in a second <laughs> they wouldn't even feel it
1: well and the, but the crazy thing about the, about that whole concept is there are a lot of people who pay no i, I think it's over 50% of of working americans pay zero taxes uh, and so th- they wouldn't yeah. it was it's the reason that they would never implement like a flat tax and just tax everybody at the exact same with no exception because that would hurt their, that would hurt their voting bases because all of the people who don't pay taxes are the people who are on the lower end of the spectrum. Like millionaires yeah, get and billionaires.
0: More, right. They get more from the federal government than they actually pay into like even social security or Medicare or Medicaid or anything right. like that.
1: That's like, they talk about this whole like paying their fair share thing, millionaires and billionaires because they do utilize the tax loopholes to avoid paying any more than they absolutely have to, but they're still paying in. Like m- most millionaires and billionaires aren't paying zero taxes. Like no, it's, hard, no, it's hard to do that. Yeah. yeah. There's no fucking way they're getting away with that. That the way that the left presents it, you would think that like no millionaire or billionaire ever pays taxes. And that's why we're in such a, such a problem. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's like so far from the truth. But
0: Wouldn't it be funny if you could just go to the federal government and be like, look, this is the debt per citizen. I'm a citizen. I'm gonna stroke you a check for two hundred and fifty G's and then you can just leave me alone. I'm done. How about that?
1: I I paid my I paid my part. No more taxes off of me. Yeah, you've got I have covered it.
0: I would take that right now. I would take that deal. I don't have an extra two fifty laying around, but if it meant that I was free and clear of the federal government for the rest of my life, I'd probably do it. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck these, man. It's just, it's crazy. And well, the other reason they're not going to allow a flat tax is because tax compliance is like a $600 billion industry. All these accountants, all these big accounting firms, all this tax software. I mean, wasn't... um TurboTax sponsoring like the NFL playoffs or something. I saw like 10,000 fucking TurboTax commercials, which is the last thing you want to see when you're like trying to relax. And it's like, oh yeah, I got to fucking stroke a check to the government for thousands of dollars in the next couple of months and pay you to fucking figure out how much I owe, even though technically they know how much I owe. They just won't tell me. God. Yeah. If
1: it was a flat, if it was a flat tax, then say 10%, then you're like, okay, I guess. I guess if you have a decent education, like most of the people coming out of high school and college these days probably wouldn't be able to figure out what 10% of their salary is. But yeah, yeah, like with, with for those of us who math, actually had real yeah. math back in the day,
0: we, yeah, we can figure to, that
1: out. You
0: have to draw like an entire fucking, some sort of scene with the numbers to get to the right. <laughs> it's like everybody has to become fucking Picasso to figure out what two plus two is fucking common core shit man
1: Oh, did you see the thing it was uh, it, it had a math equation written up on the board and it said the it said the standard way of doing it would give you this answer and common core would give you this answer and both are right it's like no that's not the, that's not the way math works it's not you don't have like multiple right answers there's a correct answer and then everything else is wrong that's god
0: it's so funny man it makes you wonder if we ever put somebody on the moon, if you can just have like uh, that, that equation's close enough.
1: <laughs> I don't don't get me started on the moon landing. Oh, uh, lost. the. They no, did, I
0: figured I'd throw it in there since we already talked about the flat Earth and they
1: uh, lost. You tell me they lost the math and now they can't figure <laughs> out how to do it anymore. Is everybody at NASA doing Common Core? They, we had the technology in the 60s, but we don't have it. 70 yeah. years later, well, we're
0: getting dumber. I think it's clear that we are getting dumber as a species. Um, what's yeah, didn't I? I sent you something about um, some national bravery woman's award. That oh, went to a... that.
1: Yeah, here we go. <laughs> this was brilliant in Argentina, Alba Ruada is a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence, and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and
0: discrimination against the LGBTQI plus community in Argentina. What a hero. Absolute hero. He is a hero. you he barred from schools in Afghanistan.
1: Well, I mean, it's just... It's just proof that... International
0: Woman of Courage Award. That's what it was. goes to a man.
1: Men truly are better at everything, even at being women.
0: Yeah. That was the other thing that was just hilarious when uh, Bruce Jenner won the Man of the Year. What was it? Woman of the Year or something? Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, um, those are dudes. I don't know what to tell you. The, the proof is in the outcome of everything. <laughs> but, yeah, so International Woman uh, of Courage um, Award is, yeah, going to a man. And, I, yeah, oh, what is that? Oh, what? oh, that was the beauty pageant one. I was like, what was that thing? I don't know if she's a man or she's one of those fluid fluid people. Can't oh. tell by Oh man, we're going to get kicked off of uh StreamYard.
1: No, StreamYard's good. Facebook has actually been uh, I've been impressed with Facebook. They've been the the least likely to remove videos and stuff uh, as far as like live streams go. I, I don't think I've had a single live stream removed from Facebook and I've had I've had some doozies that like even even I was like, yeah, that definitely deserved to get taken down and Facebook leaves them up so know. Uh, Dude, don't yeah. post a meme they're, they're too busy
0: back a year to find uh hunter biden memes that we posted <laughs>
1: i was like god don't post don't post a hunter biden meme though they will they will take you down in a heartbeat for that but if that you're doing a live stream name. you can say whatever the fuck you want
0: yeah yeah They'll well, maybe they'll get to the live streams like two years from now if they're still up do these stay out there yeah oh yeah okay i don't know how any of this stuff works But yeah, they'll ding me every like six months. They'll be like, hey, you posted this meme of Hunter Biden like a year and a half ago. We're suspending your account. I'm just like, all right. Uh, Yeah, we do the meme stream every week. Conduct or something. And I was like, wow. Unbelievable, man. What else? uh, Go
1: ahead. I say I do the meme stream every week. And almost every week, I'll get a notification that something's been removed, and it doesn't show me what they removed it just tells me that they removed it God so it. so i'll usually send a message to whoever posted it and be like hey what what did you post i just wonder like i'm just trying to figure out what they're taking down and it's like almost always a hunter biden meme like they flag that shit immediately
0: it's crazy how how quickly they they go after and they're still going after it Even after we got all of the fucking proof we needed that that story was completely legitimate. It was his laptop. These are definitely him. It's wild, man. It's absolutely wild. And the amount of people who were up in arms over all of those uh, like sexual assault allegations for, um, uh, who's the Supreme Court? Uh, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. And, um, well, even Donald Trump's like grabbing by the pussy comment. And then you actually have like, so you have a couple of allegations against Joe Biden for actually grabbing women by the pussy, like in, like in the halls of Congress. Um, you've got him. And they just completely
1: dismiss that. Like it's yeah,
0: completely. And, and then you've got him like just openly Sniffing and like touching kids in really weird, bizarre ways. You've got his daughter's diary talking about how they shower inappropriately together. And then you've got pictures of Hunter Biden on his uh, on his laptop of him, like laying down on a couch with a bunch of little kids. Right. And they're like doing some other weird stuff with potentially underage girls. And like none of this matters to them. That is how much Donald Trump just broke their brains. They're willing to overlook just about anything. And oh, uh, was it Sam Harris or something that was talking about like, oh yeah, like I don't uh I could have like somebody they could have somebody like down in their base, like killing like keeping somebody down in their basement or something like that.
1: Oh yeah, that dude, care. that dude went off the deep end. Like he went way off the deep end.
0: Yeah, like he could have bodies in his basement and I would still vote for him or something along those lines. I forget exactly.
1: Like we already knew that. It's not like they were he was saying anything like that is the general Democrat trope is like it doesn't matter how bad the candidate is. They're going to vote for him because their brain is so, you know, it's funny that the party that believes everything should be non-binary is like the most (laughs) binary brain motherfuckers You've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it's like, well, the other side is literally Hitler every single time. So I have to vote for not Hitler. Those are my choices. And if I don't vote, that's basically a vote for Hitler.
1: I actually just got done uh, going through a couple articles for my own show. uh, An episode that's going to come out next week. And the number of Stalin and Hitler and um what was it like making everything into either nazi propaganda or like communism and it's coming from like one of the most liberal writers that i've ever read content from is like dude do you not see the irony of like the fact that the party that literally does commie nazi bullshit saying that the other side are the commies and the Nazis. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It's always, they're always accusing you of exactly what they're doing themselves. (laughs) What,
1: what, what else did I, uh, did I send you for today? Uh, Magoo Magoo says when blue, no matter who really means basement full of dead babies is preferable to Trump.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Vote blue no matter who. It's it's wild, man. And Donald Trump, remember they got so upset, Donald Trump's like, I could shoot somebody in like the middle of uh, downtown Manhattan or something, and they would still vote for me.
1: And then, <laughs> Wait, and, and and then, Democrat, and then Democrat candidates literally do that and they still go vote for him. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of um, incredible Democrat wins, do we have an update on um, Fetterman?
1: I'm almost a hundred percent positive that dude is dead. He, Oh, he, um, so he hasn't resurfaced from the hospital, but he did co-sponsor a bill.
0: I heard he was co-sponsoring a bill. I haven't heard a peep about his condition since like the week that he was checked in.
1: I, I'm almost positive. This dude is dead. Seeing if I can find anything on it. Uh, I've got the article for his co-sponsoring the bill anyway.
0: What 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 bill is he co-sponsoring?
1: John Fetterman co-sponsors a Senate bill to all hospitalized for depression. Uh, clinical depression hasn't stopped the senator from co-sponsoring legislation. Oh, another a very hero. Unusual another
0: move. hero among us.
1: A very unusual move that has surprised some of the medical profession. <laughs> Mental illness and physical illness aren't the same in terms of level of impairment. So if you were to say to me somebody had a heart attack, they're still in the hospital, can they be a senator? My answer would be depends on how their heart is doing right now. (laughs) Uh, The doctor added that the public does not yet know the severity of Svetterman's depression or whether the senator responded to any of the treatment he has received since being in the Walter Reed Medical Center since... February 16th. Yeah, us.
0: I was going to say it's been about a month. So I'm guessing if it is actually depression, it's pretty serious. But yeah, I, I don't think it's depression. I think it's something else. I mean, I'm sure he is depressed, but I don't think that's why he's in the hospital. I, I just find it interesting that we haven't heard anything. No updates whatsoever. Wouldn't be surprised if he's dead.
1: And it's anyway. His wife ran off to yeah California. she went to like Canada, or something. Canada and yeah, craziness,
0: yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> your husband's in the hospital. I'm just gonna take off I'll see literally
1: you. not a single one of her Twitter posts about that whole incident mentioned him or how he's doing or anything like it was like he didn't even exist,
0: yeah, she seems like uh. Real not weird. a great, not a great uh, life partner to be going through. Maybe that's why he hospitalized himself. Get away from her.
1: Uh, let's see what else you want to talk about. Um, oh, speaking of mental health, that's a nice little segue. We've got uh,
0: Kamala Harris.
1: Kamala Harris worries about climate, mental health.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would be too, I guess, because they've been scaring the bejesus out of all these little kids for the last twenty years, and now um, they're terrified of climate. They're terrified of of mass shootings. They're terrified of germs. It's great. They've done a, a wonderful job. But what what does she say? Does she? Uh, is there a clip in here? I think I mean, you might have to go to the original article. Uh, the it says watch. I'd like to watch her. She's now always to, so insightful and entertaining.
1: I'll have to find it. It says, during a climate change event in Florida, Kamala Harris explained how she's worried about young Americans suffering climate mental health problems, specifically that they have to get jobs when they should be spending their time being climate change activists. No, <laughs> nobody that? should be spending any time being... Oh, here we go. We got the... Uh, oh my give god! just a like second. I'm getting the video pulled up.
0: That's That's even funnier direction than I thought she was
1: going to go with it. They, Why would they be getting jobs when they should be spending time as climate change activists? Here we go.
0: I mean, one of the young leaders was talking to me about climate mental health. I said, tell me what's going on with your peers. Climate mental health. And she talked, I said, I think I understand that, but unpack it for me. And she talked about how her peers are thinking about it. One example is, You know whether when they're ready could they start a family worried about what that would mean and the stress of it they were talking about it in terms of their peers trying to figure out you know they're gonna have to get a job and they're gonna have to make a living but what can they do and how can they adapt the education that they're having now to their activism Uh, okay Um, I don't even know where to start with that. Okay, so you're so worried about climate change that you're afraid to start a family. Please don't procreate. That's all <laughs> I, I got to say. I wish there was <laughs> I wish there was something. And I think this this goes back to like an old like a really old love line episode that I was listening to like probably in the 90s. Late 90s where uh, Adam Carolla was talking about putting something in the food that would, like, sterilize people that you didn't want to procreate. It was, like, the funniest. It was, like, if you drank, like, more than two Mountain Dews in a day or something, you would be sterilized. (laughs) It's, like, I don't know. You'd always just make fun of uh, hillbillies for drinking Mountain Dew. Justin's, like, I had, like, six Mountain Dews today.
1: None today. I had one yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real white trash uh drink. <laughs> but like you, know, you could you could you could figure out a way to do that. Take that idea and extend it out to like cl- like put it in uh I, I don't know, like some granola shit that these people are eating.
1: I I've said I'm ready for the uh for the coming dystopian future because in every dystopian future, they have like breeding restrictions and people have to like fill out applications and go through this whole process to be allowed to have kids. Um, Yeah. Most people should have to fill out a a, a form and, and do some uh, like do some prerequisites before being allowed to have kids. Like I'm, I'm a million percent <laughs> on board with that. Bring on the dystopia.
0: Yeah. That's very authoritarian, but to the extent that we're going to have these people be able to fucking vote on our rights and be able to take money out of our pockets. If we're going to have that system, then I'll consider it. I'll consider if you're going to be putting your hand out and reaching into other people's pockets, then that comes with fucking stipulations. You can't just be fucking crapping out kids left and right and expecting me and Justin to be raising your kids.
1: I kind of felt like iq tests should be required with that too uh, you know like like it for deer hunters you know bad racks be, breed bad racks so if you see a buck that has like a really ugly mangled rack you want to call that sucker out because those bucks will still reproduce and they're going to reproduce other bucks that have bad racks like you want to you want to control the population well the same is true for uh, intelligence
0: Yeah, well, we only want a bunch of nice racks running around the United States of America.
1: I shouldn't have known that to be the direction you went with that.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I had no idea what you were talking about when you just said bad racks. I mean, I did have an idea, but not in deer population. Makes sense, though. Yeah. (laughs) Climate, climate, what did she call it? Mental health. Are they just yeah. going to come up are they just going to start putting words in front of mental health and that's going to be the thing now?
1: That that's that is the thing. You put words that are unconnected together and then call that a thing and that's the thing. That's, I need a
0: climate mental health day from work so I can go be an activist.
1: Yeah, or add trans to it or uh
0: trans mental health. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> so fucking stupid. I we are just living in a clown world, and it it keeps getting funnier and funnier. Uh, climate, mental health. Yeah, they're gonna start. You're gonna start seeing politicians uh, put forth legislation saying like everybody needs paid climate mental health days, paid leave. You know, paid leave, but for mental climate mental health specifically, not just mental health. Climate mental health which means you have to use the day to go, you know, it's like earth day or whatever you go and sing songs and walk around in in nature, maybe protest some chemical plant. I don't know.
1: I saw something that was uh, suggesting that by switching to a four day work week, they could reduce the amount or reduce carbon footprint for people. And it would also be beneficial for, in improving uh, equality for females in the workplace, and it was something that, like, they hit the for, for some reason the idea of a four day work week. They managed to spin it into hitting like every social justice warrior topic. Imagine it's really like,
0: interesting to watch them do that sort of gymnastics.
1: And I was like, I work, I work, I have a four day work week. I didn't realize that I was contributing to the planet so much
0: yeah yeah well i mean there's nothing wrong with a a four-day work week per se as long as you you're productive enough to take the other three days off <laughs> i mean ideally we'd be like the fucking jetsons they only had like a two-day work week or something <laughs> because they had become so productive and i would argue that if we didn't have this gigantic leviathan of a federal government taking seven trillion dollars a year and spending it on themselves we would be living like the jetsons if we went back to like 1913 and you created two parallel universes one without the federal reserve and the income tax and the other the one that we're on right now that other one would be they'd be like living like the fucking jetsons They'd be space traveling, two day work weeks. They'd have robots taking care of all their stuff for them.
1: Elon Musk would already have colonies set up on the moon.
0: Yeah, we'd be going all over the galaxy. We would be the, you know, the alien invaders of other, of other planets and solar systems.
1: By God, we found oil on Neptune. Time to yeah. bring some freedom.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send the space force. How's <laughs> Donald Trump's space force working out? By the way. I know was, they have a lot of activity with the balloons, but they must be getting bored again.
1: I mean, I, there was some article that said and, uh, it's hypothesized that it's very likely that there may be an alien spacecraft in our orbit. Whatever.
0: All right. Very likely. What, yeah.
1: What are they trying to distract from is usually the <sighs>
0: Right. You know, that yeah. was really funny. You know it was all the... when they start talking about aliens.
1: That was what was really funny was like all of the uh alien stuff that was going on. And then the, conspira- the conspiracy theorists were like, no, no, that's ignore that. That's that's the bullshit. They're trying to distract you. Look, this is the real story over here. Like when the yeah. conspiracy theorists are telling you that the aliens aren't real, then, you know, something's really going on.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's so goddamn funny. That That was that was just beautiful. Um, all the conspiracy theory, you know, it's like that's the classic one, right? Like these people are getting abducted and probed and everything like that, and then the government's like, "Yep, it's happening," and there's their balloons. <laughs> and then all the conspiracies are like, "Nope, that's bullshit. Those aren't the aliens." It's great. It's hilarious. You can't make this stuff up, man. We are living in a clown world, and there are literal like party balloons floating around in the sky that we're spending four hundred thousand dollars a missile shooting down,
1: and and they missed. <laughs> Well, don't they have like machine guns on these planes? Wouldn't that just do it? According to Top Gun, they do. Uh, the only thing I know about these planes is from watching Top Gun and then Maverick. And yeah. according to both of those movies, yes, they do have machine guns on these planes. So,
0: yeah, those you know they have those missiles though, so might as well use them.
1: That's right, like- you can't can't get a refund yeah. on it if you don't use it. I wonder if it's like one of those things that once they strap the missile to the plane like either it gets used or it has to be discarded. Like once it goes up in the air, they can't like, they can't like recycle it or like put it on another plane next time Mm -hmm. it goes up. Like
0: that would be interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the lobbyists got that written into some legislation. Like These are single use, (laughs) single use warheads. You can only attach them once and then they must be recycled.
1: Well, I mean, that's the way a lot of government legislation works is it's like they make everything as a, as a one-time thing so it doesn't matter if it if you used it or not if it's still perfectly good or not it has to be thrown away because they have some regulation that says so and just to increase waste and and increase the uh productivity for some of these things that are unnecessary
0: yeah if i was a diabolical weapons uh manufacturer i would absolutely try to get that into my ledger. Like you, ha- you can only, you have to buy this thing and cost $400,000 and you have to use it. Like, and if you don't use it, you got to buy a new one every month or something like, yeah, sign me up for that. And there's no amount of money. Like it would just be so easy to bribe a fucking politician to do that because there's hundreds of billions of dollars on the line for that. And what would I got to give this guy like 50 grand Stupid. That's why dude, these companies have these lobbyists on retainer for like 50 grand a month. Easy. Yeah. Like the small lobbyist firms are like 20, $30,000 a month retainers. Imagine what, you know, the fucking weapons lobbyists are, you know,
1: imagine what the pharmaceuticals are like, because most medications and stuff don't actually expire but they put an expiration date on everything and then they after it's like gone past the expiration date they have to do all of this like crazy bullshit to dispose of it properly and everything so like there's a whole there's a whole industry of just like medical waste disposal that a lot of what they do is unnecessary because that stuff doesn't actually exp- a lot of that stuff doesn't actually expire but they st- They stamp an expiration date on it so that you have to keep buying more, you have to keep uh, getting rid of it. Like, it's insane.
0: I have definitely taken some expired painkillers and they worked for sure. They worked,
1: (laughs) and you didn't die. So,
0: and I didn't die.
1: And, And I mean, that's not to say that, like, before I get shit fact checked for medical information misinformation like i know there are certain medications that do most definitely expire but like the overwhelming yeah, they have to be majority
0: refrigerated and things like that yeah
1: stuff yeah. like that but like the overwhelming majority of them like just the the pills that you take like those are not how
0: could yeah how could a pill like expire
1: it, it can't <laughs> it's the, you heard it's it here, the,
0: here first folks
1: is the answer <sighs> Oh, so, uh, speaking of pills, I'm sure the, uh, Mexican cartels move their fair share of those. Uh, you want to talk about the,
0: well, so I just saw this headline right before we came on and I thought I was interested in this for personal reasons. <laughs> I thought I'd see what was going on. So in Mexico, I know people, especially Americans are like terrified. They get like really freaked out about going to Mexico. Um, and there are some for sure okay. dangerous places in Mexico that I don't think you'd want to go, but they have been seeing an uptick in uh cartel violence throughout Mexico. Even just like the, like some of my friends that I talked to they are like, I've been hearing like a lot more stories of people that like, they know having like run-ins or, or being near some of this stuff. It's usually confined to the borders. Um, you know, like, around uh tijuana over there The those people that were crossing um the border was it around uh texas
1: yeah
0: uh, there were four americans that were kidnapped but yeah. Yeah, i i so i admittedly did not have time to read this article but it caught my mm-hmm. attention
1: Mexican cartel issues an unusual apology for killing Americans. The Associated Press reports that alleged members of a Mexican drug cartel penned a letter apologizing for the kidnapping of four Americans and killing two of them last week. The letter also claimed that the five perpetrators of the violent attack had been handed over to Mexican police. We have decided to turn over those who were directly involved and responsible in the events, who at all times acted under their own decision-making and lack of discipline, the letter reads... The AP obtained the letter through a, a Tamaulipas state law enforcement official. and It added those involved in the attack on the Americans had gone against the Gulf cartel's rules, which include respecting the life and well-being of the innocent. <laughs> I'm glad they respect the yeah. life and well-being of the innocent.
0: Yeah, well, you know, killing Americans is really bad for Mexico business wise. Um, especially in a lot of these tourist towns. And now there have been episodes of violence that have broken out over the last couple of years where like people kind of get caught in the crossfire. Generally speaking, I don't think they target Americans. Like, so I didn't realize I get, so they killed two of those four people that they kidnapped. Right. Weren't they, that they, they thought they were like Nigerians or something.
1: Uh, yeah. I can't remember what it, I can't remember what it was.
0: It, it was uh it was for black it was like a family of uh black people
1: yeah I think that's right
0: and they got conf- they confused them for like some Haitians or something <laughs> somebody was telling me the story and um wow that's surprising that they killed two of them that's too bad but yeah uh seeing a little uptick in the in the violence across Mexico I don't think that it's like it's really hard to just impugn an entire country like that. You know, it would be the equivalent of telling Mexicans like, Oh, don't go to the U S it's too dangerous.
1: It's like, yeah, just look right. at Chicago. Fuck. Look
0: at Chicago. Yeah. Look at, you know, um, but th- it's a huge country. There's a lot of places you can go. It's like, yeah, I don't go to the South side of Chicago and like walk around at night. Probably not a smart thing to do. Don't go to the West side of Chicago either. Um, yeah don't go to chicago at all it fucking sucks (laughs) trust me it's a sinking ship you if you guys are still in chicago and you're listening to this broadcast get out get out i don't care if they got rid of lightfoot they'll come up with a, a lightfoot light version of that with all the same bullshit you know they'll just hopefully be a little easier on the eyes and Yeah, they've got crazy, talk about budget problems, dude. Their budget is, there's like $22 billion shortfalls in a lot of these pensions and things. It's crazy, man. I couldn't believe that they would even have the balls to put it on my property tax uh, bill. They'd show you how underfunded all these, like some of them are like 10% funded. Yeah, they have no money. Uh, The crime's out of control. The weather sucks. Everything's expensive.
1: Well, like the entire state of Illinois has a has like a huge budget deficit, and it's all because of Chicago. (laughs) Like, yeah,
0: the rest of the state is bleeding, bleeding red ink, bleeding red ink. The schools are unusable. Uh, The public transportation is is terrible now. Uh, The buses are okay. The train, though, I won't get on the fucking train anymore. The last, like, four times I took the train, there was, like, some jerk-off either playing music or smoking a fucking cigar or cigarettes or a blunt. I, like, you know. Odd At least it wasn't like,
1: some jerk-off jerking off. I mean. That's true.
0: I have seen, like, a pile of shit on the train. There's homeless people sleeping in the wintertime. That's, like, the, you know, they stink up the fucking trains. It's, uh, and they, they're coming less frequently, too. It's, like, one every fucking 20. Every time I needed a bus... It was 25 minutes away. That was never a thing before. There'd be one like every five on like a busy street. It, you know, it rush out like six o'clock on a Thursday. I got to wait 25 minutes for a bus. Yeah, they're falling apart and they're trying to cut corners like that. They're raping all of the fucking law abiding citizens with these uh, traffic camera things. You know, now they get you for speeding. If you're doing like 35 and a 30, they'll fucking snap your picture. and It's a hundred dollar ticket.
1: Didn't, uh, didn't Lori Lightfoot say that it was because of racism that was why she Oh
0: yeah about? yeah we didn't so yeah we didn't uh, get to talk about Lori Lightfoot at all. Yeah she blamed she blamed of course the the, the boogeyman of the left. it was uh, racism, sexism and yeah white supremacy, everything but herself. For, for just a, an embarrassing performance. She's the first fucking mayor to not get reelected in my entire in 40 fucking years, 38, 39 years, something like that. since 1983. every other fucking mayor got reelected until her. Um, and she was just awful. She was awful uh, just with policy. She was awful in, in terms of being a politician. She came she seems just like an awful person in general. She is as ugly on the inside as she is on the outside. That's even possible. She might even be uglier on the inside. She's a disgusting, despicable person. (laughs) Unbelievable, man. Yeah. Yeah, she's a black woman in Chicago. That's why she lost. Well, how did you win in the first place? She won in a fucking landslide.
1: Because she's a black lesbian in Chicago. Right.
0: So. What happened? We just we just all of a sudden got a super racist and sexist over the last, uh, what was it four or five years?
1: Yep, Four years oh. later, everybody realized that, oh, I, I really didn't want to vote for a, a black woman. I'm actually a sexist, racist asshole. I, I don't yeah. know what came over me last. Time. Well, they're
0: not doing themselves any favors by putting people like this into these positions and then hailing them as these heroes. Right. The, the first she was the first. Woman of color, openly gay mayor of Chicago. Well, how did that work out? Uh, Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Violent crime is is at like 20-year highs. People are getting fucking carjacked left and right. The the, the city's in fucking shambles. Um, A lot of the problems that some of her constituents had were like things that I didn't really have a problem with. Like she was like standing up against the teachers union as much as she could stand up against the teachers union. And like that was like a big deal breaker. I don't really have the, the same affinity for the teachers union. So um well, there's well, that and then there's like the all the police stuff. Defund the police, the Black Lives Matter.
1: It looks like the uh the person who's probably gonna win this is a this is a testament to um the the perpetual victory of the patriarchy and also to uh, white supremacy is that the, the guy who's probably going to win in the runoff here in, in April is a white male. And he also is a former superintendent of the school board and a big, uh, big backer of the police. So
0: yeah. Well, the, the pendulum's going to swing the other way now because the Chicagoans got a huge dose of this retarded social justice warrior policy. And, dude, I was trying to find this fucking tweet because I made a meme about this as soon as she got elected. And it was the yeah, hide the pain, Harry meme, you know, where he's like at his computer or whatever. And it's like, hey, we just elected the first black lesbian woman uh, to be mayor. Like, all oh, the problems are solved or something like that. And I fucking, I nailed that in 2019. This was an unmitigated disaster. And if your cause, if you claim the cause you champion is this, this idea that we have to have minorities, underrepresented people, people of color, uh, people of different sexuality stuff and whatever, all the, the gender nonsense that they come up with, all that good stuff. If that, if you're, your idea is that we need to put them in positions of power to represent their constituents and blah, blah, blah. How how, how they doing so far? Every time they put up some a token uh, politician, a token bureaucrat in one of these positions, it's a fucking unmitigated, embarrassing disaster. Go ahead, Pete Buttigieg. First openly gay, whatever the fuck you are. How How's that working out? What about the uh, the, the um, White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre? She's also the first black woman, and I think she's a lesbian as well, right? Or maybe she's yep, bisexual. Yep. first
1: first black lesbian, uh, first black lesbian to be the press secretary, and she's also an immigrant. I think is there she's from.
0: There you go. I Checking all the right boxes to be her. press secretary. And how is how is she how's she doing? Can she, can she get out a coherent sentence? Can she answer a, a straightforward question? No. Can she even give people the runaround properly? No. I
1: she miss- looks like
0: a nervous, out of place... Um, I, I don't even know how to describe her. Other than just like, it's cringy. Every time you're just kind of like, ooh, I don't even want to watch this. It's so bad.
1: Like I, I, miss-, bad I miss Jen Saki. She was...
0: I'm like circle she, back for that.
1: Yeah, she she was a miserable cunt, but God, she was entertaining. Like she actually could like do a press conference. This chick can't even like. She just yeah. she just folds and she's just like, okay, we're done. Or she's stammering and stuttering. I'm and not answering your question. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna end it here. Yeah, well, it's almost as if those um, the reasons that they hired her, those so called qualifications, have no bearing on on the job performance that she's gonna do. It's almost as if whatever you're doing in your bedroom or whatever color your skin is has nothing to do with whatever job you're performing unless you're in porn. (laughs) Then it matters. Then it's a fucking thing. Then people are looking, hey, I'm looking for a black lesbian porn. All right. That makes sense. But if you're looking for them to actually do something, something productive, something that takes like a brain cells and stuff, then no, that has nothing to do with it. These are like the dumbest qualifications ever. We're calling it diversity.
1: Yeah, I'm, I kind of don't think it probably matters that much in porn either, because like somebody who's looking for that will probably settle for whatever. <laughs> <Like> they, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: if it's too hard to find, they're just like, "All right, fuck it, just give me any lesbian."
1: Spirit. Yeah, where's the Asians? We can keep going.
0: <laughs> but I, I, I mean, like, unless it's something you know, visual then it doesn't matter. Like these are the most superficial fucking things to, to break people down. And it just goes to show you how they view their constituents. I mean, this is how they view people. They view them as like, okay, they're, they're black, they're white, they, they're a woman, they're a man, they're uh, you know middle class, they're upper middle class. They just break you down into these fucking categories. It has nothing to do with you being a human being. You might as well just be fucking penguins.
1: You are the boxes that you check and which boxes you check will determine how much value they put on you.
0: Right. And yeah. And if those boxes can get them something in return, then they hold those boxes in higher regard. And so, yeah, everybody gets to be a hero because they're, they're checking off, uh, black lesbians and, uh, whatever from, (laughs) yeah, intersexual, whatever sectional. I don't even know all these fucking terms.
1: I, and I, want, I don't even I don't even try to pretend to be able to keep up with
0: <laughs> yeah well, what was the hero that won the award it was the l g b t q i plus community
1: AI, or IA plus i believe is what it is yeah there's a lot they they keep adding more letters,
0: yeah, I know it just i could simplify this for you just say non not straight white <laughs> that's apparently what it is. And they're just going to lump everything else together. <laughs> like, what? like yeah. Explain the, who, who was, was somebody doing a joke about that? I think a comedian had a joke about, or maybe it was me. I can't remember anymore. About how the, like the lesbians and, and gays get lumped in with uh, transgenders. And, and like, I wouldn't want, I don't, these groups are too big. They're too broad.
1: I don't think it was a joke. I think that was a uh, that was a serious article, like from somebody in the gay community uh, that was talking about like um, how it's how it's a completely different thing, and that the that, that like the the non or the what is it the non binary transgender like the TQAI plus
0: the last half of the equation, or yeah, like uh, the rest
1: of the alphabet, like the LGB, is its thing, and yeah. then all the rest of the letters of the alphabet are some other completely separate thing, and like it should be, it should be, chopped off and cast aside, like the thing that they do. Uh,
0: with, <laughs> it's all these look
1: kids now with their body parts, <laughs> and uh, like it should be its own thing. Like they're, they're they these are serious. These are serious conversations that are actually having in uh, being had within that community. So that's really interesting to see how that has kind of been playing out over the last uh, year or so, especially as the trans stuff has been getting pushed like harder and harder. And and it's uh, it's kind of it's it's kind of creating a demonization for the LGB part of part of that community that is to a large extent unfair um like because like the tq plus that's you may as well just lump that in as like mental illness like that's that's the mental illness category like it should be its own thing
0: yeah they're really riding the coattails of the trailblazing lgbs you know it's like they had this movement going and they just kind of hopped on and completely hijacked it um i i I wouldn't want it. If I was uh LGB, I wouldn't want to be lumped in with all this weird stuff that's going on with the drag queen fucking story hours and all that transgender stuff and, and giving kids uh, hormone blockers. And, and like these really like dangerous surgeries that they're doing to kids. Uh, I wouldn't want that part of my movement.
1: And that shit's irreversible. Like it's, you don't go. You don't go back and fix that. Like
0: some people, yeah. And there hasn't been a lot of time to sort of let this whole awful idea play out. But we're starting to see people regret it, and some of them are speaking out against it. Like they'll give interviews and talk about like all the weird stuff they got going on now.
1: Now that's those are videos that do get censored by Facebook. I have seen those get taken down. Facebook, YouTube, uh, the the people who have transitioned and then come out and speak against it and talk about how, like, instead of, um, instead of having therapists who are encouraging this type of behavior, like we should actually be treating this as a mental illness. Like they, they understand, or they recognize uh, after the fact that like, it wasn't that they needed to have a, a gender transition surgery. It was that they needed, they needed help. They needed help. Yeah. And uh, like
0: it's it's fucking criminal man it's criminal and it's just sad and it's just like if you look at any other problem that somebody might be having where there it's manifesting itself in a physical way all, all of these psychiatrists and doctors would be like well there's something deeper going on here it's not just that your your left hand is possessed and we need to chop it off like you you you're having other problems mentally and it's manifesting itself you're like you're turning it into like this physical thing that you think is going to solve a, a much deeper problem but it, it's just you're you're just rearranging deck chairs on the titanic or it's all superficial stuff and what you're trying to get at is something deeper that this is not going to help at all it's just going to make it exponentially worse and on so on top of the the problem you're already having now you're going to have all these f- actual physical. Uh, physical problems from these surgeries because you mutilated your fucking body. All these infections they get and all this weird stuff they got. Dude, I can't even like listen to it sometimes. Ugh.
1: I mean, that's what happens when you do unnatural shit to your body and yeah, make it do things it's not meant to do.
0: Yeah, well, it takes all kinds. That's what I always say, Justin. <laughs> it takes all kinds.
1: I suppose so.
0: What, uh, I don't know. How, we got a few more
1: minutes, I guess, right? We got started kind of late. You got yeah. go to go four? Yeah, yeah, I'm good for another five minutes or so.
0: Let's. Uh, I think I, I sent you something. I wanted to talk about this on the last episode. Uh, Gavin Newsom was. Uh, he's he's kicking Walgreens out of California.
1: Let's pull up the. Uh, yeah, I say let me pull up the original. The reasoning for that uh, first. Yeah. So. Walgreens will not distribute the abortion pill in twenty states. Uh, so, and and I mean, this is like makes sense. Like, why, why would so the the twenty states that Walgreens is not going to be distributing the abortion pill in are the twenty states that have uh, some sort of an uh, abortion restriction that bans such a thing. So they're so they're not going to carry it. Is like, but because of that,
0: because the uh, state made it illegal,
1: right? like you want to continue to do business in these 20 states then this is kind of what you're you're probably going to have to do as far as that's concerned and so you know walgreens is doing what they have to 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 maintain business in those states but because that's what because that's what walgreens is going to do that means that gas gavin newsom says uh California will not renew a $54 million contract with Walgreens over its decision not to dispense abortion pills in states that have threatened the company with legal action. And, and Gavin Newsom says we're serious about not investing in companies that cave to the extremist agenda of the GOP.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is pretty funny. So California is not one of the states that they're refusing to sell these abortion pills, Right right they would have sold them in california yes to uh you know potentially all these constituents of gavin newsom that he holds in such high regard and he's really worried about them being able to get abortions and yes. all this stuff and here was somebody who would be providing those very abortion pills to these people in california not to mention uh, thousands of jobs i'm sure And just uh, the convenience of, I have a Walgreens uh, right next to me here. It's nice to just be right next door, walk in, get something that you need, and walk out. And Gavin Newsom says, nope, sorry, we're kicking you out. We're taking a stand. Another corner of Stunning and Brave is just where that guy has set up camp.
1: Another hero. He's, He's really been on this kick of the last couple years of trying to go after red states and and stuff like that like he he's constantly trying to take jabs at at DeSantis in Florida he's he's trying to build he's trying to build his book for his presidential run I, I don't know if it'll come in 24 or not but he's he's trying to build his book for it so that it looks like he like really stands up to these republicans and he's really tough on republicans and he's he's got this like track record of of going after them and he can like rah, rah, you know, that with all of his, uh, fan base. And so that like, but while he's doing this, he's either ignoring the fact that a lot of the things he's criticizing Florida and these other red States for they're actually like infinitely worse in California or like in this situation, like he's going to kick Walgreens out of California because they're not going to supply abortion pills to, like Alabama to, or something. Yeah, to red states. And now you're going to deny the people of California the abortion pills that they would have provided you that you claim to care
0: so much about. Yeah.
1: I mean, this is like the definition of cutting off your nose to spite your face.
0: Right. Yeah, oh, I think there's also something interesting about him attacking red states because all you hear about in the news is everybody leaving California and going to Texas and going and Florida, to Florida. And, and so he's yo, know, and that fucking bothers him, you know, that that's that's really chipping away at his ego. And so he has to attack all these places that these people are are literally fleeing his state because they've caught their limit of homeless encampments and high taxes. And, and just crazy, uh, you know, left-wing culture that people can't take anymore.
1: Well, he did the one, like, ad or whatever that was, like, targeted at Democrats in Florida. It was like, yeah, escape from the tyranny of Ron DeSantis and come to California. And it's like, dude, nobody, nobody's leaving Florida with their like zero income tax to go to California and pay like 30%. (laughs) You you must be nuts.
0: I think, yeah, it it's like, yeah, the state tax there. I know it, it, they increase it based on how much you make, but yeah, it can be like as much as like 13 or 15% last time I checked. And that's substantial. Like if you're paying like 35 federal and then they tack on 15 at the state level, that's half right there. That's I mean, wow. That it, you don't even have to use like the slavery analogy when you get to when you're starting to get to those kind of numbers. Like you don't even get to keep half of what you make. Wonderful, wonderful system. And again, it's not like the money's doing them any good.
1: That's, that's
0: right. So how much I is guess, the
1: how much is our national debt increase just in the time we've been talking?
0: <laughs> yeah. Have you tracked it? <laughs>
1: No, I, I closed sure it on billion. I closed it on accident a couple of minutes ago and I, I oh, thought about pulling it back
0: up but I didn't. <laughs> should we do that? Yeah, like the Thomas Massey, he's got the pin on his uh on his shirt of the national deck clock. We should just like mark what, what it is when we start the episode and what it is when we finish.
1: I need to See find a much- way I need to find a way to embed it in the video where that it's just like up here at the corner like running the whole time so that everybody can watch oh, it. Yeah. Tick.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you can figure that out will' just be like the CNN um pandemic figure ticker that they had going on like 24 hours a day like the number of cases except it's just gonna be national debt. like this yeah. is how much they're stealing from you. minute by fucking minute. it is crazy. Anyway, uh, we're doing a happy hour here in about three and a half hours I'll send out an email right after we wrap here to remind people 7:30 p.m. Central Standard Time should be it's a it's a makeup one. This isn't our regularly scheduled one because I I didn't I missed last Friday because I was traveling. We did a sort of a makeup one on Saturday, but it was really last minute and I didn't have a chance to uh, send out the the details to people in advance. So I felt kind of bad about that. And I'm going to dedicate uh, a few hours to tonight to hang out with you guys if you want to. So I've got a lot of wine to drink. And a
1: lot of of people miss the story of everything that transpired last week.
0: Yes. Pretty crazy story. So um, if you want to hear that and you are a supporting listener of the show or the Substack, uh, you will be getting an email from me. If you're not and you want in, I will link to that in the description of this episode, but you can go to peddlingfictionpodcast.com, click on the support the show tab, and set up a recurring monthly donation for any denomination. As little as a dollar a month will get you in, and then you can hang out with me and sometimes Justin every other Friday. And uh, you get a bunch of other perks as they come along as well. So I don't know. You got anything going on you need to plug?
1: No, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Just my, I've got my usual stuff going on right now.
0: All right. Well, next time, rem- remind me to put my uh, Twitter handle next to my name. <laughs> I like <Well>, fourth the <laughs> episode of me realizing that I still haven't done that.
1: We'll teach you how to be a professional live streamer one of these days.
0: All right. Well, do all that for us and we will be back next week with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.